You're listening to Thrive and Sub Podcast, a podcast dedicated to empowering you to thrive in every facet of life. I'm your host, Theodora Nadi. Welcome back. If you're a returning listener, I love you. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And I'm so happy to have you listening to this podcast. If living your best possible life is your aim, then this is the right space for you. This podcast provides you with conversations, ideas, tips, and suggestions related to fit, wellness, self-improvement, and so much more that will help you live life to the fullest. Stay tuned as we explore. Hey, hey, welcome to Tribe and Sub Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my thoughts on the uniqueness of our life platforms, comparison, and why imitating others' platform is not always a good option. Yes. Well, I took a long break from creating content around here. The break wasn't planned. One or two events led to the post around here. But hey, what is life without a hitch here and there? Unplanned events, either favorable or unfavorable, are part of life. What matters is that I'm back, I am here. And through the help of God, we continue again. I am grateful to God for creating another opportunity for me to get back here on this platform better. Yes, I am back better. I feel highly privileged, you know. In case you've forgotten, I'm your host, Tilda Ranadi. I am that girl putting in effort each day to live my life to the fullest. Now, onto the main gist of this episode. What do I mean by the uniqueness of our life platforms and why do I think that imitating others is not always the best choice to make? Life platform is a word and like to use to describe the various things that work hand in hand to influence our life journey. Those platforms include our individual personalities, our skills, potential, and most especially our life experiences, whether the ones that teach us, whether the ones that let us shine, or the ones that make us feel sober, or our experiences. I like to believe that your platform is exclusively for you. This platform determines the way you interact with your soul, the people around you, and the things you do. Before we continue, please make sure to hit the subscription button to be notified whenever I publish a post on this platform, okay? Thank you. Let's get back to it. Your platform is different from mine, and it can either be a wrong or right move to compare your platform to other people's platform. I mean, comparing your life experiences to that of others or imitating another person's own. But just so you know, most of the time, Comparison is what leads to imitation. That is, you have to see the difference between two things before considering to imitate it. Comparison and imitation are two factors that can be detrimental. They can affect our journey if care is not taken. Now, imitation and emulation may be used interchangeably in this content. But what I mean overall is the idea of trying to be like another person in a toxic way. That is why it is necessary to make it a point of duty to know when comparison becomes toxic and when what we are imitating negatively affects our life journey. My opinion on imitating another's platform does not have anything to do with looking up to people. Yes, they are two different things. Admiring or looking up to people is one thing and comparing and imitating others is another thing. There is absolutely nothing wrong with admiring or looking up to people whose life can influence us positively. I know there are people I admire and there are people I look up to. Learning one or more good things from 
others can also help our life journey. And that is why it is often encouraged. Nevertheless, we need to understand that it is these people's platform that made them the admirable persons they are. And that there is a high possibility that those people you may look up to we are able to get there because they understand the exclusivity of their platforms and built on it. Yes, if they didn't build on theirs, I don't think there would have been anything to admire or to learn from. I often say that just like you found these people's lives admirable, in partnership with God, you can also make yours admirable to others. Rather than focusing on cooperating and imitating others' platform, it is better to focus on understanding the uniqueness of your platform. Remember, when I talk about platform, I'm talking about your potential. I'm talking about your skills. I'm talking about your life experiences. You know, life becomes a whole lot easier when you understand the exclusiveness of your platform. When it comes to owning our life journey, we need to do a lot of understanding. And the exclusiveness of our life platform is one of them. It is easier to understand and leverage your platforms to your advantage so that you can be able to create the life you deserve, a life that will be admired by you and others. Other than the people whom we consider to have an admirable life in the world around us, I mean, in our workplace, in our environments, in our communities, and the people we look up to around us, there are certain stories in the Bible that shows a good understanding of the exclusivity of life platform. Some of the stories that stood out in the Bible are Daniel's story, David's story, Esther's stories, Esther's story, and Joseph's story. Now, these four persons are not just them. They were not the only great people in the Bible, and they were not the only people that understood the exclusivity of their life platform. I just chose to use the four of them. These people, they are known as great people of their time, right? They share the common qualification phrase, which is great. But they didn't share the same platform. They attained greatness and relevance, yet they never shared the same platform. And the Bible didn't say they were friends or families. But when the word greatness comes up, they are mentioned. This is because they understood the angle of their journey. They understood the exclusiveness of their platform and they followed it judiciously. When we consider Esther's story, I, I, I don't consider Pumvashti to be a bad person. Yes, because the Bible didn't say much about her other than her disobedience to the king, her husband. But sometimes I wonder if Esther was busy imitating Queen Vashti. Would she have been able to be the type of priest she was? Would she have been able to save the Jews from Haman's blood? Also, I'm not sure if Daniel had conformed to the weird standards raised by the rulers and the people of Babylon at that time. He would have gotten those extra skills and knowledge that distinguished him. What could have happened if these people exchanged platform? Could the story have taken another shape? Could it have been better or worse? This is something we should be asking. Could it have made them less relevant than they were, or could it have made them greater? Now, those are questions I may not be able to answer. But one thing I know for sure is that their platforms were what made their story what it was. And it was the platform that made them stand out that centuries later, 
it is still being referenced to by we Christians that believe in the Bible story. Sometimes I think of life as something like a continuous musical movie in which everybody is a lead character. A movie in which God doubles as a scriptwriter and director and we are the lead characters. You are a lead character, I am a lead character. The scripts are written unbeknown to the characters. That is us. And the actual scenes are planned and shared amongst all, all of us. That is how I perceive life sometimes, like a continuous musical movie. Now, let me break it down. In this movie, which is life, you have a part to play and I have a part to play because, of course, we are lead characters. Now, what is left for us is to take charge and help the director. Remember by the director, I mean God. What is left for us is to take charge and help him create something that brings his scripts to reality. Something that benefits us as the lead characters. Something that makes us feel good and something that looks good when viewed by the audience, which is others. More like taking charge of the process by acknowledging the scenes. I mean, this is, this is our role to play, right? Take charge of the process, acknowledge the scene, build the character and play it well. Why dancing to the sober or joyful music that comes with the acts and reaping the reward that comes with being the hero? The scenes of this musical movie or the platform of life are shared based on our born or learned ability and strengths. You just have to understand your uniqueness as a character and your responsibility in ensuring that you perform awesomely in your role and the movie as a whole. Let me talk about imitating other lead characters in this movie. Remember, I said that sometimes I think of life as continuous musical. No, I want to talk about imitating other lead characters in this movie and why it may not always be the best thing to do. As much as you may want to imitate other lead characters, remember that although moving my arms may be suitable for my acts, it may not be suitable for you. Also, I may be needing a bow tie, which certainly will be suitable for me. But then, what you may need could be an apron tie. Now, imagine replacing your apron tie with my bow tie or trying to, to imitate my bow tie. Imitating a platform that is not just me affect the results you get. So when you're meant to be using an apron tie, but you choose to imitate mine and take the bow tie, obviously your results will not be as it should if you use the right tie, which is the apron tie. That is to say that you will shine through your platforms more than you will shine through any other person's hole. So sometimes I advise, sit calmly and you see the reason why you have your art. You will see the reason why you have your experiences. You see the reason why a front tie is better for you compared to a bow tie. Think very well, you may also, even if, in, even if you need a replacement of that, or maybe you need to, to you need an upgrade of your tie. It's possible that you don't even need a bow tie, you may need another type of tie. So you just need to sit calmly, you need to think very well to see the reasons why 
you're using an apron tie or the reason why you should replace an apron tie with another tie that may not be mine. When you sit calmly and think, well, you will understand the processes of your life. Yes, when you think very or really deep about your life, you will understand the processes of your life and you will work towards leveraging these processes to create the best possible version of you. You are the lead character and the director cannot play your role. I mean, God cannot call down to play your role. The audience may also not have access to the making. I mean, they may not have access to the processes, to, to the things going on in your life, but they have access to the outcome because at the end of the day, people will see the result. They might not have access to the process, but the result will always be there for them to see. And that is what we tend to admire. And that is what we tend to admire in others. Remember those people we look up to, those people we admire their journey or we admire a lot about them. They tend, some of them do not show you what happens behind the scene, but you see the, the results because most of the time it's obvious and that is what you admire. The audience will not have access, but you have access to the process and you are the one that can control the outcome they will see at the end of the day. Their only responsibility is just to sit back there, wait for the next available outcome to admire and load over, and then they move on to the next available thing. Nobody benefits from the outcome more than you. You are the soul, the main, main, main benefactor of, of what your life turns out to be. And that is why it is important that we understand the exclusivity of our actors, say. We understand the exclusivity of our experiences, the exclusivity of our skills and potential, our role, and understand our uniqueness as lead characters of our life. And we also need to understand our role in building and playing these characters to shape the outcome people will see the outcome of our lives, the one that will make us feel good, the one that will appreciate at the end of the day, the one who will admire and the ones others will admire. Remember that we still have a friend and director who is God and is willing to help us understand everything and help us differentiate between the, the right and the wrong, the necessary and the unnecessary. We can always call on him to guide us to the outcome we desire. Thank you for listening to this episode. I want you to remember that we've got this and God got us. I hope this podcast inspires you. Please be sure to subscribe if you've not. And if you appreciate the show, please give me some stars or likes depending on your streaming platform. See you in my next episode.